have rescued my life. You have rescued my life. And I'll never go rescued my life cause you have rescued my life and I'll never go back we've gathered here today you know as believers to receive the eternal word of God that is able to keep us and save our souls um, as we all know um, all sorts of things is going on in the news but the good thing about the Word of God is He never changes. His Word is the same yesterday. His Word is the same today. And His Word is the same forever. And we draw comfort and confidence from the Word of God. It's the Word of God that gives us comfort in spite of everything that has been said in the news. We're continuing with our theme, His Love. And I'd like to turn to 1 John 4.18. 1 John 4.18. Actually, I'll read from 17. It said, Love has been perfected amongst us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Verse 18. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your word that corrects, that teaches, that strengthens, that encourages, that instructs us in all righteousness. We thank you for the entrance of your word that gives light and understanding. We thank you in the name of Jesus Christ because we know heaven and earth shall pass away, but your word will never fail. So we're holding on to your word and we thank you for your word that blesses us this morning. We honor you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 To start off, John 10, 10 says that the enemy comes only for three things. He comes to steal, he comes to kill, and it comes to destroy. So anytime you see these three things, be rest assured that this has absolutely nothing to do with the Father that you serve. Stealing, killing, and destruction is the work of the enemy. But Jesus Christ said, I have come that you may have Life and have it in abundance. Hallelujah. So the God that we serve deals with life, abundant life, not death. Hallelujah. And not fear. 
We started off very well this year, as we always do, and we started with a teaching on his name. His name. In January, we're dealing with his name. What that name means. We established that that name is not just a name or a title, but is the authority that is in the name of Jesus Christ. The authority that we get from the name of Jesus Christ. And if there's any time that we need to exercise that authority, that time is now. Amen. The time to exercise the authority that we have in Christ is right now. Knowing that we have been given authority to trample upon snakes, scorpions, and all the power of the enemy. This is a time that everything that we've been learning, we need to put it into practice. If there's been any time at all that we need to begin to put into practice the things that we've learned, it's now. This is the time. This is the time to practice what we've learned. And I'd like to highlight this to us as well, that the purpose of the church, the purpose of our gathering, every time we come together, the purpose of our gathering is to reveal the nature of the Father that you and I serve, is to reveal his nature. In, his revealing, in revealing his nature, we know the power that he has, and in knowing the power that he has, we know the power that we have as his children. And we also understand what God has called us to do. So it's all well and good. We know the power that we have. We know the power that God has. But that power is for us to do something. Hallelujah. That's why we come to church. And during this period, it's a good period for us to be even to begin to assess ourselves. Assess where we are with our Heavenly Father and our relationship with Him. You see, if you've been following the news, and I, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a medical doctor, and I don't, I, I'm not going to venture into a field that I'm not qualified to speak on. We have doctors, qualified doctors and nurses here. But you've, we've all heard all the precautions they've asked us to take. Everything. Wash your hands. They even told, told us you wash it for 20 seconds. Um, while you're washing it, if you, you can be singing happy birthday to you. Or row, row, row. They've told us all these stuff. After you wash your hands, make sure you don't take, put your hand to your face. For some of us who have the habit of putting our hands on our face, we have a challenge now because, you know, it's in our subconscious. It's just a, uh, but now we're, we're all controlling ourselves. But with everything that they've said, we all know, to start with one, there's no vaccine for this corona to start off. They're telling us that sometime next year, maybe, 
They're not even sure. So we all have the information. So I'm not here to tell us about the information. Some of us know how we can contract it and all these stuff. Everybody knows. As a matter of fact, I'm fed up with stuff that is coming on my WhatsApp now. I'm tired. I'm tired now. It's too much. I think we've heard enough now. We know it's enough. Thank you very much. Whatever information you've got, thank you. But I think the most important thing now is to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ, the author and the perfecter of our faith. See, yes, I'm not saying we shouldn't take precaution, but at this time as well, you should be able, we should be able to tell. And this is a good thing about our Heavenly Father. We should be able to tell and we should be able to go to God and ask him to help us. Because some of us need help. Some of us need help because we've never at any point depended on the power of God. We've never depended on what God is able to do. If we're going to be honest with ourselves, we give lip service to it, but we haven't actually depended on him. This is a time for us to depend on God. This is the time for us to depend on God. Not to make us feel bad, but at least now we know and we can make adjustments that the word of God coming to church on Sundays, on Wednesdays, on Fridays is not just to mark attendance. It's for us to know what is ours and for us to be able to use what belongs to us. And this is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. You can wash your hands and wash it and wash it and wash it. Let's be realistic here. After washing your hands, that tap that you're turning off, what happens? What do you know that is on that tap? You've washed it, then you turn it off. What makes you think he's not on the tap? No, seriously, what makes you think the virus is not on the tap? Anywhere you go, even before this corona came, I always kept saying that I don't understand why in the, in the, in the loo, why can't we, when we're coming out, open the door with our feet? No, it's always been an issue for me. Because when you're going in, you can open it with your feet, you can push it. But when you're coming out, you have to do this. So you've washed your hands and everything, you're still, you're still back there. And how many things can you wash? You go to the shop, you go and do your shopping, what do you do? Start disinfecting everything. Where does it actually stop? Where do we stop with this thing? So we need, we, yes, let's take precaution. But at the same time, let's remember that after we've taken that precaution, the, the person that can keep us is God. Hallelujah. God is the one that can keep us. Because what they're telling us is even what, we, what they want us to know. I know people who are sending stuff around, the map of whatever, all the areas that is red, is, is already in these places. Someone, you know, postcode, check, type in your postcode or your borough. You know how many people have it. But do you know these people? You don't know these people. 
how about if, you know, you walk past them and they're, ah, Then what happens? <laughs> what happens? We don't know these people. And those are the people who have been tested. And they've told us anyway that I could take up to 14 to 24 days before you begin to manifest the symptoms. And it's a new thing anyway. Everybody is still guessing. So this is the time to trust our God. The time to put our trust in God. Hallelujah. It's the time to put our trust in our living God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at, look, let's look at Ephesians. Ephesians 1. We need to know what we have. It talks about, we, we read 1 John 4, 18, talking about perfect love, cast out fear. I'll come back to Ephesians in a minute. It cast out fear because fear has to do with torment. Fear brings torment. It, it, it harasses our minds. It stresses us out. It makes us worry. It makes us even think about things that hasn't happened. That's what fear does. Medical science would even tell you that when you're fearful, when, when we're anxious, when we're worried, our immune system is low. It affects the immune system. So yes, we can wash our hands all we want. If we're fearful, we open ourselves up to be sick. So that's the purpose of fear. Romans 8.15 says, We haven't received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we receive the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry out, Abba, Father. So fear has a purpose. Fear is there to keep us down is to keep us in slavery. Fear is there to keep us from believing the word of God. And you know the interesting thing about this whole, this whole virus is one of the, one of the ways that they, they said that we, you know, someone can you know, contract it is if maybe someone who has the droplets sneezes and you inhale it directly, that way you know, we, we could be infected by it. But the other bit that I find quite interesting is when they said that if it, it goes into the human body, doctors, please help me here. Help me out here if I, if I make any mistake. They said it goes into the human body through the um, mucous membrane. So the eyes, the nose, and the mouth. But you know the interesting thing? In order for us to actually not be fearful as well, we need to be careful of what we allow into our mind through our eyes. What are we reading? We need to be careful of what we're allowing into our mind through our eyes. We need to be careful of what we say with our mouths. Death and life 
is in the power of the tongue. And those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Our eyes, our mouth, and our ears. What are we listening to? If we listen to this thing about Corona every single day, it will build fear in our hearts. We have enough information now. It's enough now. We can't be flipping from channel to channel, from one social media platform to the other, and listen to things that is not helping our faith. We know what the problem is now. Now let's go back to the Word of God. Let's build ourselves on the Word of God. This is what we're meant to be doing. Let's build ourselves on the Word of God. I've read, I've, I'm seeing stuff online, I'm thinking, this is ridiculous. People are saying people should be drinking what? Chlorine dioxide? That will kill you before Corona. Silver, drinkable silver. People are saying garlic. Garlic is good for us. But garlic is not a cure for Corona. So before you start stinking out the whole place, please trust in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So we build. This is, this is, see, and at this, this, at this time as well, this is where we show love. Some people are so fearful that as believers, we need to encourage them. Even our fellow believers, some people are scared. This is a time for us to encourage them and remind them of what the Word of God says. It's time to remind them, not time to judge them. It's time for us to remind them. And also, those of us who, you know some people are trying to wing this whole thing. You know what wing is? Wing, bluff. We're trying to bluff it. Listen, you're not impressing anybody. If you're scared and you're not depending on the word of God, you better go back to his word. It's not by talking. This thing is not just by talking. Oh, yes, yes, you know, everybody's now saying Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is not going to work if it's not already installed in you. It's not magic. It's not magic. You can't just go, ah, oh, he who joins the secret race of the most high God. Even the way you're saying it, we know you're scared. You're scared. It's not so much the saying, it's the confidence that you have that you know that this God is your keeper. That's what it is. So we need to actually look at it as well. Let's make sure we build ourselves. Build, our, we need to build ourselves. The word of God is not an option. And it's never been an option. But what this coronavirus has done is it's highlighted it more than ever before that the word of God is not an option. It's what we need. We quote the word, man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, this is the time to live by the word. Hallelujah. This is the time to believe that our God is able. He says he will be with us in trouble and he will deliver us and he would honor us. Hallelujah. That's the God that we serve. Amen.
and we need to put our trust in him. And we need to be able to say boldly as well. You know, some, some people say, I don't do God. I do God 24-7. I do God. I do God. So do you. You do God. So this is not the time to be scared or, or ashamed. That if you start saying God, they'll think you're a fanatic. Listen, let them think anything they want. As long as I keep my health, I'm happy. And you're happy as well. So say what the Word of God says. Say what the Word of God says. Repeat the Word of God. And most importantly, make sure you put it in you. The good thing about God is He's not going to hold this against us. He's not going to say, you see, I told you. All this time I was telling you to be serious. You want That's not the kind of God we serve. God is not like that. Matthew 14, I read from 28. He said, and Peter answered, Matthew 14, 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they, they got into the boat, the wind ceased. So Peter kept his eye on Jesus Christ that said he should come. When Peter was going to Jesus Christ, the wind was there. It wasn't that the wind wasn't there. The wind was always there. But Peter stepped out on the word of God and he kept his eyes on Christ. But then he took his eyes off Christ and he began to sink. But Jesus Christ did not allow him to actually gulp the whole sea before he helped him. Immediately he grabbed his hand and after he sorted him out, he asked him, why did you doubt? You know, some, if that was some, some people, they would say, let him feel the pain a little bit. So next time he will learn a lesson. That's not how God works. Our God is a loving father. So even if before we haven't been paying attention to his word, right now is the time to pay attention. And right now is the time to know what his word of God says. And right now is the time he would help us. Because even in a time of trouble, he would not leave us. Amen. And that's the kind of father that we serve. The God that loves us in spite of whatever we're going through. Let's go to Ephesians quickly. Ephesians 1.18. Ephesians 1.18. A very popular prayer as well that we pray. He talks about the eyes of, actually let's do 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So once we have the knowledge of him, once we know that he loves us, then we're able to walk in this knowledge. We need to know that this God is a healer. We need to know that this God is a protector. We need to know that this God is a provider. When we know, then we can walk in that knowledge. Amen. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. 
what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saint, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the work, working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. So all these things are the things that we already have. Knowledge enables us to know that these things are already in us. Once we know that these things are in us, then we begin to walk. We walk by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. The Bible says, looking unto who? Looking unto Jesus. Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So we're looking unto Jesus. Before corona, we're meant to be looking unto Jesus. After corona goes, we're still going to be looking unto Jesus. During this period, we're still looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Jesus Christ reassured us that we shouldn't be troubled. Let's read John. He was telling this to his disciples when he was going. John 14. When we believe in God, our hearts would be at peace. It says in John 14, 1, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus Christ was telling the disciples this, preparing them for what was about to happen when he's crucified. And I'm reminding us again this morning that we should not be troubled. We've believed in our God. We believe in him. He's the one that keeps us. And we believe in him. And whatever he promises, he makes good. So let's continue to believe in God. But most importantly, when we're, when we're walking in this love, we have people around us. A lot of people need to be reassured. You can see what fear does. Fear, fears, it makes people do irrational things very illogical things. All you have to do is go to the supermarket and you see what's going on there. Don't have to tell you. Just go there and find out what's going on. For me personally, I think the things that I would have thought was priority for some people is not. They have a different, I don't know how they arrive at what they're buying. Especially toilet roll, I don't understand. I don't know. I, I, I thought maybe it's the, it's the, you know, canned foods and stuff. Those are the things that should be, you know, running out. But toilet roll and hand sanitizer. Those are two priorities. Two priorities for people. But that's what fear does. You panic. 
and we begin to do things that it doesn't make sense. That after when the mind is settled down and you're thinking rationally, you even begin to ask yourself, why did I even do this? Why did I think this in the first place? Why was I even contemplating putting a drop of bleach in a glass of water to keep me from corona? Why? But that's what fear does. But the Bible tells us in the book of Isaiah 40, it says, fear not, because I am with you. I would help you. I will strengthen you. I would uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hallelujah. God is the one that would help us and strengthen us and uphold us. Hallelujah. So we still, we, we still show this love. Romans 5, 5 talks about the love of God poured out in our hearts. During this time as well, we need to show love. We have senior citizens in, in our in our congregation, we have families who are senior citizens. We have people who have pre-existing health condition. We need to look out for them. We need to pray for them. We need to make sure that they're okay. Love looks out for others. So yes, even though we're good, your faith is high up there. But some people's faith is not there. We need to help them as well. And remind them that God, God is able to protect. We're not saying go and do any silly thing. But we're saying after taking all the precautions, remember that it's only God that can keep us. It's only God that can protect us. And when this corona thing goes, let's remember that this is how we're meant to be living as believers. This is how we're meant to be living, trusting God like a child. That's how God planned it for us, that we trust him. Trust him just like a child would trust their parent. That's the same way we need to trust God. Not try to figure everything out. God is our refuge. He is our fortress. He's our present help in times of trouble. And the one that watches over you, he does not sleep. He does not slumber. He preserves you from any evil. That's the God that you serve. Because he loves you so much, he watches over you jealously. Hallelujah. He keeps us in our going out. He keeps us in our coming in. Hallelujah. He keeps our mind at peace. Isaiah 26, 3 says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. Because he trusts him. He trusts me. His mind is stayed. His mind is not wandering. His mind is stayed. 
That means his mind is stationed. Our mind is stationed on God. That even as we go about our daily activities, we know that God is with us. God is protecting us. God is keeping us from every evil. Our mind is stayed on him. That's the only way it would work. It's not listening to the news for two hours and trying to get five minutes of the word of God. It's not going to work. Our minds should be stayed on the word. In what we read, even in our singing, we need to be singing songs that remind us that God is the one that is protecting us. Because sometimes you can't say, some, you can hum on your job, you can still keep humming that God is your helper. God is our helper. Let's keep it at the forefront of our minds that God is our helper. He keeps us. He watches over us. He watches over our loved ones as well. Amen. He watches over them. And let's look out for them as well. And if there's anyone that is doubting or thinking, oh, can God really do it? Be the one that gives them a message of hope. Let's be the one that encourages them. This is not the time to prove that someone has faith and someone doesn't. This is a time to be each other's keeper. To make sure that everyone is well. To make sure that we're standing together. To make sure that we're showing the love of God. And encouraging each other in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's stand. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. And just begin, let's begin to speak to our Heavenly Father. Let's begin to speak to our Heavenly Father. Let's speak to him. Let's begin to speak to him. The one that kept the children of Israel by the blood of an animal. The angel of death passed over their house. Bible says we have a better covenant based on better promises. The covenant that we have is an eternal covenant. Jesus Christ paid the price. He himself bore our sickness in his body on the tree that we may die unto sin and live unto righteousness. And by his wounds, we are healed. He bore our sickness. He bore our disease in his body. He was given up for our offenses. 
and he was raised up again for our justification. Therefore, through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, peace I give to you. Not like the world give. My peace I give unto you. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. And we silence every troubled mind right now. Every confused mind. We silence it by the word of God. And we pray that the peace of God would reign and rule in the mind of your people. He said we should be anxious for nothing but with prayer and thanksgiving we should make our request known unto you and your peace that passes all understanding would guide our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. We thank you for your peace That the kingdom of God is not in meat and in drinking, but in righteousness, in peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You are the Prince of Peace, the one that rebuked the winds and the waves. We declare peace over every mind in the name of Jesus. Peace over every mind. Peace over every mind. We keep our eyes in your perf on your perfect law that gives liberty. We thank you for we do not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. We do not sit in the seat of mocker. We do not walk in the way of the wayward, O Lord. But we meditate upon your word day and night that we may be like a tree planted by the streams of water. We bring forth our fruit in due season and that our leaves will be evergreen we bless your name. We rebuke the spirit of fear. We have the spirit of love, of power, and of a sound mind. We walk in confidence. You said, never would you leave us, nor forsake us. You said this so we can boldly say, the Lord is our helper. We shall not be afraid. We shall not be afraid of the terror by night. We shall not be afraid of the arrow that flies by day. We shall not be afraid of every, any evil of the enemy. We bless you. We thank you. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We thank you for our minds and our mouth. 
will speak your word, O Lord. Your word will be like a double-edged sword in our mouths in the name of Jesus. We declare that we are protected. We declare that your angels, they watch over us. We declare that your angels surround us like a shield, O oh God. We declare that our steps are ordered by you. We declare that our household is protected. We declare that this nation is protected. We declare that the elderly are protected. We declare that our children are protected. We declare that those who are in the medical field are protected. We declare that teachers are protected. We declare that social workers are protected. We declare that caregivers are protected. We declare your protection over this land in the name of Jesus. We look to you and we will not be overwhelmed. We will not be overwhelmed. We will not be shaken. Because our trust is in you. Whoever puts their trust in you will never be ashamed. So we're thanking you, Lord. We're thanking you, O oh Lord. We're even praying in the name of Jesus for the scientists, O oh Lord. Asking, Lord God, that you influence their minds as they research, O oh Lord, on how to come up with a vaccine to prevent this whole thing. We're praying in the name of Jesus Christ. Open their hearts, open their minds as they go into the laboratory, O oh Lord God, and research. We bless your name. And we, we remember those who've contracted coronavirus this afternoon. We're asking in the name of Jesus Christ that your healing power touches them in the name of Jesus Christ. We're praying for their families, oh God. We're praying in the name of Jesus Christ that fear, oh Lord God, will be far from them in the name of Jesus. Thank you for keeping them. Thank you for protecting them. Thank you for healing them, oh Lord God. We send forth your word in the name of Jesus. We ask him for your healing power to touch them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bless your name. We bless your holy name. We walk in love. Perfect love casts out fear. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.